Welcome to the Chuck and Deb Show, heard each Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. here on 1490 AM WWPR. And now, here's Chuck and Deb. Welcome to Biker Live Radio, dude. Hi, welcome to Biker Life Radio. I'm Chuck. And Deb. And that was Deb. I think it was a pretty good introduction. Not bad, Deb. Could, well, you know, you really had to bulk it up. I did. I had to, to like, do the make all the Biker Life Radio. <laughs> Biker Life Radio. <laughs> all right. Well, you did good. Well, listen, everybody, thanks for joining us today. we got a fantastic show lined up for you. We've got a great interview coming up, so you want to stay tuned for that. That's going to be here in just a few minutes, so stay tuned. It's a great interview from a Hog Chapter director that you're going to want to meet, okay? So we hope that everybody enjoyed their Independence Day. We actually enjoyed our Independence Day quite a bit. We actually went over to some friends right down the road from us which was really great. They invited us over. It was a great time. We were so grateful that Christy and Scott invited us over to their family event and they had some fireworks, some fabulous food, fun family, and just great overall good time. We got to meet some of their neighbors, hang out with them a little bit. So it was really neat to be able to go and just chill out on the 4th and just hang out with good people, good friends, and and to get to know them better and to get to know their family. They just have a fantastic family. Amazing family. Very good, very good family. It was just really a blessing that Actually, we were we were able to share the Fourth of July with them, so we appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having us over. We hope that all of our listeners really enjoyed your Independence Day because it is what keeps us strong. Strong. I, don't I like know, that. Whatever. Anyway, all right. So let's go ahead and talk about uh, the fiftieth anniversary. There's a fiftieth anniversary coming up. Yes, that's right. The fifth film event of a generation. It's the 1969 Easy Rider turns 50 by cruising back to movie theaters across America for only two days. July 14th and the 17th. What's so spectacular about that, Well, Chuck? I don't know. I'm not sure you've even heard of Easy Rider, have you? I have, because it has, like, the coolest <laughs> chopper ever. Well, have you seen the movie? movie? I've seen, I think I've seen bits and pieces. I don't know that I could say I've sat in... Sat and down. Satin. Yeah, that's right. Sat yes. down and watched an entire movie from beginning to end. But I've seen enough of it to know the storyline and love the motorcycles. Okay. Well, I agree with you. I'm not sure that I've actually watched the whole thing either. I might have and don't remember it. But what I think is when I was younger, probably about six years old. What year was it? What's 1969. So you if I could do my math right, I'd be out seven, six or seven, seven depending seven. on yep. exactly when I saw it. Um, but I think it had a, an indelible, I think that's the right, how you say wow, that, that's an a big indelible word. impression upon me as a child because to this very day, I love choppers. As a matter of fact, well, I can't say it on the radio, but that's how much I love choppers. I mean, I'm serious. When I see these things, especially the ones that I love, I just really, it just really gets me going. Okay, the mellow version is it makes your heart beat. Okay, that it sounds good. You do the stuff. mellow version. <laughs> It gets my blood pressure up. It gets your blood flowing in all the right places. Okay, so, you weirdo. Keep on um, going. <laughs> they're going to actually show on those two dates the restored 4K version of Easy Rider. And you want to be sure and get a chance to see that. that. So from research that I have found, there's only one movie theater in our local area that will be previewing that movie on those two dates. 
So that's right downtown in Sarasota. Downtown Sarasota Regal Cinemas is going to be having it on the 14th, which is a Sunday at 4 p.m. And the 17th, they'll be premiering that on 4 p.m., 7 p.m. Actually, it's done by Phantom Events. They've put it on, and they're only doing it in 400 movie theaters across the country. So we're thinking about going. We're trying to make plans to be able to make that. It should be pretty darn cool, especially, you know, they've taken it and made it 4 k it ought to be quite interesting it'd be amazing and I actually i think um, peter or peter fonda is actually going to open up the show do an exclusive introduction by him at the beginning so uh, that ought to be something that's pretty cool so we're going to try to do that absolutely and a couple of superstars that are also in that with peter fonda if for those that maybe haven't had a chance to see it yet is a very young jack nicholson Dennis Hopper's in that one, as well as Peter Fonda. And, um, you know, it, the flag was on the back of Peter Fonda's jacket, as well as painted on that chopper tank, which I think is just the icon of the movie. Everybody that sees the movie, follows that storyline, just loves that. They, they, everybody gets it, I think. So it is a great movie. And, uh, it again, it was it's going to be restored from uh, to 4K from the 35 millimeter. So mm. that ought to, again, that ought to be pretty cool. And as Deb mentioned, Jack Nicholson was in it, and he actually was uh, nominated for an Oscar in 1998 for it. Film screenplay, it says here, in Easy Rider. And that movie has actually been added to the National Film Registry, and it's an iconic movie. It's part of American uh, Film Institute that lists 100 best films of America's best films. Here's a piece of trivia I discovered (laughs) that I thought was pretty cool. In 2014, that particular motorcycle we've talked about, the Chopper, sold for $1.35 million at an auction. I thought that was pretty neat trivia to find. $1.35 million. million. You thought what you paid for your bike was a lot. (laughs) You know, I would love to have that bike. And actually, there was a show about that bike, right, Deb? There was. We just watched that the other night on Netflix or Amazon. I can't remember which one One of them but it's a movie that's called me and will it was actually made in 1999 and we're not going to give the story away but it was primarily about two women that met that rode and they were on a mission to find that chopper so i won't give the storyline away it was really a great movie as well just kind of got us both in that nostalgic mindset talking about motorcycles and loving the fact that they're on a mission and passion was to find that motorcycle so. Yeah, it was, it was a great show. Actually, the actresses in it also, uh, I thought I think they wrote and produced the show. I think they at least wrote it, if I remember right, when I saw the credit. So I thought that was really cool that they actually wrote it, and they're actually in the movie. Right. And they're writing. Yes. And they're doing really good writing. You could tell they probably had a blast making the film. You check the movie out. Check, yep. you got, we got two movie tips two for you. We, we didn't know we were going to be movie tip critics or advising you guys to check out some movies, but they are motorcycle-related, so part of the biker life so you know these are things that are out there for you to check out so that was me and will made in 1999 you want to be sure and check it either on amazon netflix you know i'm not sure where else you might be able to find it but it's out there all right and then maybe we'll want to get a group together and ride down to where is it right uh regal cinemas in downtown sarasota on the 14th at 4 p.m or the 17th which is a wednesday at 4 and 7 p.m so So there you go ride your bike show up and maybe we'll see see each other there that's right now deb you found something sort of, well, it's sort of humorous to me. Well, it What'd is. What'd you find? 
Well, what I found was is that Laco launched a Harley Davidson Fat Boy model. And um, what makes this kind of interesting is we have a Legos. grandson. Did it's I hear Lego. that right? Legos. Lego. Yep, Legos. Lego yep. my ego. No, but Lego toys. But Legos. this is complete with moving parts. It has the solid disc wheels. It has a teardrop tank, integrated speedometer, and dual exhaust. So... Uh-huh. Legos kind of moving it to a whole new level by partnering with a Harley Davidson Fat Boy model. Isn't that something <laughs> interesting? So I didn't get to see the picture. What does it look like? Does it look like a uh, square Lego, or what does no. it look like? No, I'm, I what does it look like? I can't describe it. It looks like a Fat Boy. It's okay. red and white. So and how is it that it's a Lego? Disc? It just connects to one, maybe? I'm not sure if it's one of the little pieces that comes in a Lego set. Or if you build it together to make it a fat boy. I'm not quite sure. They didn't spell it out for me. Oh, okay. So I guess we're going to have to figure something out and then put it up on our Facebook page so people can see this sure. uh, supposed fat boy uh, Lego. Harley, Lego. Harley oh, Davidson Lego. Lego. Look. Okay. All right. Well, that's sort of hard to tell. It's like a picture. It doesn't look like much of a Lego to me. I know, but you know, sometimes the Legos, they have the people that are already people in the cars and accessories, I guess, that are already accessories. Right. I don't know. And I'm thinking maybe the motorcycle's already a motorcycle. So it's important for us to know that because when we <laughs> buy Legos for our upcoming grandson, it's going to have to have the Harley Davidson Fat Boy in the Well, set. I would, I'd go right for that. That's no problem. So yes. I, there's probably other people out there that might have children or grandchildren that want to get themselves a fat. Boy, Harley Davidson logo or Lego. Lego, yeah. All right, moving on. Let's get to some things that really matter. Okay. You know what the things that really matter, Deb? Riding and being free and enjoying the love of the ride. That's what really matters. <laughs> You've you got, got it. You nailed it on wow. that. Did, was, um, did you, was that scripted for you? Do, <laughs> do you have that written down anywhere or how no. did that come about? It just comes naturally. And why is that? Is that? I mean, you really do love riding, don't you? I do you? love riding. Yeah, Absolutely. I remember the time, Deb, and I'm going to embarrass you right yeah, now, course. where you came home after we'd been riding a whole day and you came in, we were sitting at the dinner table and you were sort of exhausted, I guess, Probably. maybe in a way because it was a long day. But you looked at me and you said, just right with those burning eyes of yours, you looked right at me and you said, I just love riding. <laughs> and you were like, had these tears coming out your eyes. But you remember, you did that did happen. It's a I true do. story. Is it not? Is, that's yes. a true story, right? Very true. Okay. I remember. Be- because that was just like coming from your heart. You were just like, you just loved everything there was about the ride. I do. And I love it now. And because it's so different, every ride is unique. Every destination is different. You know, the feeling of riding and you can't, it's so difficult for me sometimes to talk about because I just want someone to feel what you feel when you ride and you it's difficult. And I, I would imagine it, the reason it might be difficult is maybe it feels this way for you, but it might not feel necessarily for somebody else the exact same way. I mean, we all are different people, so we're all going to experience the ride a lot different. But I want to go back just for a moment and remind you that remember when we first started or I first started, you were kind enough to help me go out and find my first bike when I, you know, when, when it was time for me to ride again. Yes. Okay. I do and, remember. And then I kept talking to you. I said, hey, look, I want you to get back. You need to get back in and get riding because I knew that was the key, the essential part to my riding happiness mm. was to make sure that you would be happy. And so I knew that that's how you ended up getting your first motorcycle. 
Yes. Yeah, because I wanted to make sure that you really bought <laughs> yeah. into the whole riding thing. So so I knew if I sold you on riding, then I'd get you hooked. And then so everything else after that would be pretty easy because you'd be hooked, right? Yeah. You didn't and know didn't, my plan, I though, didn't did know you? there was a master plan to this. I just thought it was a cool thing you loved. And it was time for me to get off the back and start to do my own riding. And yeah, I had no clue that there was all of this stuff you, happening ha- in the cosmos. And you had no clue. Year, that was so many years ago. I, don't, I can't remember the years. I'm going to get think about how many years that was when you first started riding and you used to ride into work all by yourself daily uh, to go into work from time to time. I did. And and now, could, did you ever imagine that you'd be here on a radio show talking about the things you love? No, but that's the super cool thing about life is that, you know, if you're passionate, if you love something, you can honestly just do what you do and put all of your heart and soul into it because I love it. And that's really a lot of what drove me to become a writer coach. You know, I'm passionate. I'm passionate about education. I'm passionate about helping others that want the experience to achieve that experience. And so, you know, in our state, you're required to have an endorsement. And so what can I do to help a new person along is to help them get that endorsement. And that's what really drove a lot of me to go get that, the license and certification in order to teach and coach. Well, that's really cool. But I want, I'm want i still trying to take you back because oh. remember when I got, well, we got my bike and I started over. We're starting over with the ride. Yes. And you were actually afraid. You were afraid to get on the bike. Can you? Are you able to actually go back in that period of time and think about what your thoughts were? And I sort of, I, I said, well, just get on the bike once or something. I think that's what finally got, once you got back on, mm. but there was something going on in your mind and there might be something going on in some of the minds of our listeners. And maybe if you could provide some of that insight that you were going through at that time, maybe you might be able to help somebody get out of that. Do you, do you can you recall that at all? Well, I believe because there had been several years in between the two is that I had lost my passion for it and the thrill of what really made me want to be a writer. And so the the comfort of being on the back became overwhelming and it just wasn't worth the risk at the time, I thought, to become a writer again. And so it was just so scary. It was so big. It felt so overwhelming. And what's funny about that, that you're bringing this up, today is earlier in the week I read a story about and I heard a couple of different stories about riders and women that rode for a period of time took a break because what raising a family or whatever came up and now they were really nervous and scared to get back on as a rider but once they did and I'm so grateful that you pushed me because you really did you encouraged and then finally you just said we're going to go do it and so without that nudge to make it happen I don't I don't know that I'd be where I'm at today i hope i would be but I, you never know no you wouldn't so, be because if you had never got back in the saddle you wouldn't be here today that's, that's true. all there is to it and i don't know what it was i mean that's what i was hoping you would speak on and i know i'm throwing something at you that you totally weren't prepared for but i just got to thinking about it because you really do there is a story there for you to tell for that might help people because you really just didn't want to get on i don't know if it was fear or you never really explained it to me you just said no i just don't i just don't want to get on it anymore but i knew that there was some fear involved and I, th- I think if I remember correctly, if I could have just got you back on the bike and remove that fear right. and get you to shift a gear. Yeah. And then the fear would go away, right? Correct. Then everything would change. Do you recall if that's what happens? Because you know how horrible my memory is. Well, yeah, I, as I think back at that time, I don't know if it was just resistance to change because that's kind of a human nature tendency or it was a comfort in not being a rider and being a passenger. But there certainly was some fear involved in it. And I just wasn't sure that 
it was worth it. I, you know, did I really need to do what I thought I wanted to do? Is um, Am I comfortable on the back? And as you've pointed out, by just taking that leap of faith one more time, two more times. But is know, that what practice, did it? I mean, that's my that's the way I see it. But I want to hear it from you. Is that what did it? Do you recall the situation? Do you recall getting on the motorcycle? Is that how it transpired from you? I don't know. I don't really remember. I'm, it's sort of well, vague to me. I know you that recall? we were in a neighborhood out east. Okay. I do. We were in a neighborhood out east, and you said, just get back on it and start off slow. And that's what I did. Just a first gear. I'm not sure that that's what you're looking for, but I just remember getting that momentum and easing out the clutch again. And then I'm like, oh man, this is what I've been missing. Because I did, when I rode a lot for quite a while when I had that motorcycle of mine and, you know, life changed, circumstances changed. Then you get your first Harley and life goes on a whole nother direction. You just had no idea that you'd be hooked again. No, so no. it's a matter, anybody listen, hey, if you're, again, I say this all the time, if you're on the edge, just go out there, take a class That's right, and take just get involved, just take a leaf of faith, you know, but get trained before you get on a bike, Correct. but get out there and ride and find out for yourself firsthand whether or not riding is for you. Yes. We got to take a break. We're, we're running short. So we'll be right back with a fantastic interview. Stay tuned. If you're looking to either sell or buy a home in the Bradenton North River area, contact Deb Bell to help make your dreams come true at Reynolds Realty. Call Deb Bell. 941-713-5035. That's 941-713-5035 or online at parishfl.com. For all of your real estate needs, call Deb Bell. Welcome back to Biker Life Radio. I'm Chuck. And Deb. And we are going to get started right now with our interview. We've got a great friend of ours and friend of the family, Jim Wilder. And Jim is actually you're the director of the Hog Chapter. Isn't that correct, Jim? Yes, I'm director of the new Minnesota Hog Chapter where we combine Rockford, Sarasota, and Manatee County Hog Groups into one. Okay, great. And you've been doing that a number of years now, haven't you, Jim? I've been the director for about 10 years now. Wow. Wow. It's a long time. It is a long time. Well, you must be doing something right if you're still the director. Well, it's once again, it's one of those jobs nobody wants. So I missed the meeting and got reelected. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, don't miss the meeting. That's moral of that story, right? Deb knows that. She missed one meeting and ended up safety or secretary or something. something yeah. yep. So Jim, just taking you back a little bit and Deb step in at any time, but Jim, let's, let's just take you back. So when you first started writing, what, what, what was it that got you interested in writing to begin with? Do you think you can think that far back? <laughs> I know I'm old. I, I know. Yeah. You know, I'm old. I can remember when I was five or six years old, having a mini bike yeah. with a lawnmower engine in it that we kept blowing up and changing out and, we rode that on dead end roads and uh, all over the neighborhood. And it from there, uh, there was a while that I kind of laid off. But then dirt bikes, we rode dirt bikes through areas that are now subdivisions uh, sure. where things have grown. And then, let's see, we, we went from Hondas to BMWs, Triumphs. Uh, actually didn't get uh, the first Harley until after I was 50. Huh. Uh, yeah. And since then, I've put over 100,000 miles on Harleys Jeez. riding all over the place. So, yeah. But yeah, it started with the mini bike at about six. 
I love it. You know, Jim, we've never really talked about that before, but that's how it started with me too. It always (laughs) seems to start as a kid with a, you know, I don't, at least for me, it started with me with a mini bike as well. So I think that's interesting. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, today's kids are starting on dirt bikes, the little mini ones, but they're out there racing at seven years old. When I was working out in West Virginia, I would go to the track on the weekends and watch and little kids that can, you know, their dad's got to hold the bike up till the race starts and then they let goes and they're gone. They're gone. It's it's awesome to see these kids today. And that's the market that hogs got to go at. Yeah, that's a good point. And actually, hopefully they're listening to you. (laughs) So what really brought your interest then to the Harleys? Let's just kind of fast forward. You had a lot of experience on different motorcycles. So what then brought you to the Harley band? I think it was, I always wanted a Harley. You know, I, Janine and I, my wife, we got married when I was 19. She was 19. So that's, yeah, going on 49 years this year. But she did not like motorcycles. We were, I was not allowed to have a motorcycle because, (laughs) you know me, I'm a little on the crazy side. So every once in a while I would sneak one in. But I, yeah, I guess when I drove the B of the Triumph through the front door of the trailer, that kind of got me in trouble. <laughs> I didn't bother to open it, by the way. Well, maybe uh, we should hear that story since you brought it I up. Know, that sounds like a fun. Uh, story. I was, I was, I was actually, I really was. I was, I was perfectly sober. I'd been working on the bike because it was the carburetor was sticking. And in those days, we lived out east, uh, off Upper Manatee River Road, and it was all country. And I built a bridge out of railroad ties and two bys. And that was how we got in and out of the property. And I was stopped on that. And my, my dog, dog, came mm-hmm. running up and jumped on me. And I don't know if me trying to get the dog away from the bike or the dog. Anyway, we ended up in gear with the carburetor stuck at about three quarters throttle. And we mm-hmm. went up on the back tire. And the back tire finally came down as I hit the trailers to the step, to the steps of the trailer. And I went over the bike and through the door. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I got it all put back together before Janine got home, but it, it was kind of obvious it's been, it's been yeah, that, beat up. That was going to be my question. So, who was inside? But I guess nobody, nobody was home. Nobody was home. I was lucky about that part of it. You know, but, that's good. Uh, We're lucky. Did you get to get hurt? Shortly thereafter, we had to get rid of the, the triumph. Okay, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> I've always been fascinated with the, with the older. Harleys, and, and someday maybe I'll get me something in the 50s or 60s, but right now, I mean, you know, we, we jump on the bikes and go for 250 miles to go eat breakfast. Exactly. So an older older bike is not real good for that, but uh, yeah, I had always wanted a Harley, and finally, Janine, I was somewhere, and a friend of mine called me about selling me a Harley. He knew I was looking, and I went and looked at it and didn't. I knew better than to purchase it and bring it home because <laughs> I'd be killed. <laughs> but uh, to make a long story short, the next thing I know, we, we she went and took the classes and we bought a Sportster and that lasted about, I think, maybe six months. And she had a, uh, what did she get? Uh, she got a uh, Springer. And I ended up on a Dyna Wide Glide and it's gone downhill from there to Ultra Classics and now I'm riding that uh, road glide, and I absolutely love it. 
Yeah, you can really ride that road glide. That's right. <laughs> well, well, you can ride. I keep. I tell people about looking in my rearview mirror and seeing nothing but those uh, ape hangers with you smiling in my <laughs> rearview mirror as we were going through the dragon. Uh, yeah. How you kept up with that, I don't know. But we caught up with the people we were chasing, didn't we? Yeah, we did. That was a fun, <laughs> great time. I loved it. And it's a great story, too. I always love hearing you tell it, so I really appreciate it because it raises my Because it's true. It was a great time. So let's talk about some more of your great times. I mean, you guys, with uh, you and J9, that's, uh, that's Jim's wife. We call her J9. Uh, you guys have done some traveling on bikes. What's one of the longest rides you guys have done? The longest ride we've ever done was the 7,000 miles we did in 14 days. Tell us. Uh, I was was working for a living, so a group of us got together, put a put the ride together, and uh, we trailered up to Minneapolis-St. Paul, and then we left there and rode to Anchorage, Alaska, spent a couple of nights in Anchorage, and then we took off and rode through uh, Canada, uh, chicken, and... Uh, all those wonderful places did the sour toe cocktail. Uh, but our sour toe cocktail while you're on it. it We've heard the story, but maybe other people haven't. It's a good one. It's it, it's uh, it's a unique drink, uh, and you can go online and look it up. Look up sour toe cocktail, and it, it's on the internet. But they take a human big toe and drop it into a shot glass full of your choice of alcoholic beverage and you must drink the beverage with a toe in the glass and as you're drinking it's drink it fast drink it slow but your lips must touch the toe Ooh. <laughs> and yes we did that and somebody said that uh i didn't touch my lips with the toe so i pulled it out of the empty shot glass and put it in my mouth and the <laughs> picture floating them around with me with the toe in my mouth with a big smile that's the wild man we know wild man, <laughs> uh, now and the, the best story of all i think is the bikini and you you've heard yeah. me tell that one We'd i love decided to, to decided to parked my motorcycle on the, in the middle of the road uh, at a rather uncomfortable speed. So after tumbling down the road and rolling around for a while, I uh, stopped and was looking around and I stood up and the friend of ours that was riding with us, Mike Toledo, comes pulling up beside me and screaming at me to lay down. I'm going, but I'm okay. And he says, no, 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 you got to lay down. You got to lay down. Well, I thought I had a bone sticking out my ass or something that was broken. <laughs> But, you know, nothing that I could find. So anyway, I laid back down. I'm laying there in the middle of the road. It's hot. Asphalt's burning me. I'm laying there with my eyes closed, kind of feeling sorry for myself because after about a half an hour, all of the road rash was starting to get a little uh, annoying. And people would come up and you'd, the holes had been worn in, in my jeans around the knees. And they'd wiggle around and go, oh, that doesn't look bad. Then they go to the other one and wiggle around and go, oh, that looks bad. And like, you know, just. Why don't you leave it when we get to the one that doesn't look bad? <laughs> but anyway, I'm laying there, and all of a sudden, I feel something start to drip on my forehead. What is it starting to rain? And I open my eyes and look, and there, about four inches from my face, is a bikini. Mm. And this absolutely gorgeous young lady in a bikini is playing with me to make sure and checking to see if I had any broken bones. And she's dripping 
from her bikini onto my forehead. Yum. They're going, okay, this isn't as bad as I thought it was. And I'm laying there, and I, Janine was kind of kneeled down next to me, worried about me. And I motioned for her to, to lean in, and she leaned in, and I whispered, can you tell her I'm having trouble breathing and see if she'll give me mouth to mouth? <laughs> Kicked me and walked off, said he's okay. <laughs> I thought That's a sure true story. I love tell that her story. to move away. What's that, Deb? I said I thought for sure he was asking her to come in so he could tell her that he's fine. She needs to move away. Yeah, sure. That's what she thought too. No, <laughs> no, not me, not me. That, like I said, got me kicked. Yep. She knew right then and there you were just fine. Yep, I knew. She did. <laughs> there was no problem. You weren't quite. Yeah, we were. That was. Yeah, we were up in Wisconsin. We had just left. Uh, Milwaukee, and we're going up to a friend of ours' house, the Vanderwaters. So that was on yeah, the same happened in, Yep. So that was that was another good ride. I had to rent a car to get home. Oh. They, they kept the, the motorcycle up there for about four months to repair it. So let's see. We've been to Milwaukee twice now. We've been to Sturgis. I'm the only one of the group that's of those of us that have gone have has ridden and i was working out in texas at the time and rode from texas out but yeah so i like the long ride yep that's for sure uh, and you've been on a couple of it I, tell them about your tire and putting the stop leak in it <laughs> no no this this interview is <laughs> we'll about say, you we'll jim that that's, that's too embarrassing <laughs> <laughs> that's a story that will keep everybody entertained I'll have to keep that one in my yeah, memory that's why, for that's another right. time. It didn't feel comfortable yeah. at the time, but that's all right. So anyway, so it, 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 go ahead. Yeah, I start to say, make sure you remember the helmet blowing off. Oh, oh helmet, yeah, yes. that's right. Uh -huh. That is, uh, yeah, that was an endless day of. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we have our good days and we have our bad days. And that we'll was one on that rolling. wasn't such a good day. Danielle, you guys made it all oh. great, so we just hung in together, except for one guy. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we expected it from you, Mikey. It was all right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. We have that conversation with him at some point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We so, always, always, no matter what, have a good time when we're riding. And you've always got somebody, you know, in the group that always makes it interesting no matter what. You're usually the one that makes it quite interesting. Ah, <laughs> uh, the two of us are together, people oh, yeah. gather just to listen to see what's going to happen. Yeah, it's going to be something interesting. Yeah, wasn't it you at the uh, at the the begging forgiveness that we had in in Pensacola? Yeah, now I'm beginning to wonder if we made a mistake getting Jim here on the phone. You yeah. know, all the, all these embarrassing moments are starting to come out for me. Well, you know, it is. Well, that's what happens. Make friends. As much as as much time as we have spent together on bikes, there's there's some stories. Oh, there Absolutely. are some stories. And that's really the best part about it all. And, uh, you know, I know when we got, got started with the hog chapter and we met some great people and we did a lot of rides and man, I remember that first year we were all over the place doing the passport runs from one Harley to yeah. another, put a lot of miles on the bikes that yeah. year. And we also had a great time. And, uh, it was actually, it's going to be for me, it's the best memories I've had in a long time. And it's, it's, it's one of those things that uh, you'll never forget. Yeah. So, well, so, it's, 90% of the time, if you're on the bike and you're riding, you're going to run into somebody that has the same attitude and opinion about riding motorcycles. And it's a unique 
group of people and we we stick together uh it's just that's what riding motorcycle is all about you know you get on the bike after a rain and you ride and you smell the rain smell the wet grass ride through the orange groves when the blossoms are are out and it just you can't do that in a car no people miss it in a car they miss it while they're in yeah. their cage because they just don't, they're not able to, no experience to experience it. The, the senses that, that just are just, it's just, an, it's phenomenal. And it's sometimes it's real difficult, I think, for us to explain to people those sensations that we have. I mean, they've got to experience it firsthand, I think. I, and not everybody is cut out to, to be on a motorcycle. That's true. Some of us should not be allowed because we're a little on the weird side. <laughs> but once we got the first one, you know, it's kind of hard to take it away from us. Yep. But yeah, it's just, it, it's something that I love to do. I might, I had to loan my truck to my daughter-in-law for about three weeks and I had to ride the bike everywhere. It was the best three weeks I had because it was the only transportation I had. There you, go. Uh, you know, it's just, just ride bike. Ride oh yeah. Bike. And just people you love to ride with. That's, that's what makes it even better. The same people that have the same attitude, same approach. It's, it's a unique, unique thing. It really is. So what else can we, can we get, we got some other questions? Well, that I, you know, I was about? curious, he's done so much riding and really got, was able to ride to so many of the events that us as motorcyclists dream of getting to. Is there anything on your bucket list to ride? You yeah. What do you have left? Where do you want to go? What do you want to do? Well, I'm, I'm working on planning a Route 66 ride. Excellent. Fabulous. Uh, I and trying to decide what, where to start it at because once again, most of Route 66 is gone. You can go all the way to Chicago, and the museum and everything is there, or you can come down into Texas and pick it up there. And, and from Texas out is where most of it's still left, and where the TP Motel and, and all of that stuff is. So it, it's you know, I'm putting it together in my brain, and sometimes you, the voices there talk about it. Sometimes they don't. Yeah, but uh, that's my goal, and I don't know if you know. I'm yeah, 68. So those long rides are getting harder to do. So I got to get it, get it in the book and and done. Yeah, right. So get out to California and ride the coastline, ride through the desert. On a on a bike with no name. There you go. There you go. <laughs> but I, and I, one of the most interesting people, just give me to, that I've met through riding, has been Dick Blake. Oh yeah, without a doubt. Absolutely. When I first met him, we were doing a poker run, and I got a ride with him, and we were going out to Mayaka. Uh, that's where the the card draw was and he had me lead the way out there well i was running five seven miles over and we finally got there and got off the bikes and the first words out of his mouth was you ride kind of slow don't you boy <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I, I was doing seven over the speed limit he says you do you ride kind of slow said, okay <laughs> and over the years he is just he's more riding experience than I will ever get. And he's one of the greatest people that I've gotten to know out of, out of POG and, and riding motorcycles. People like that, that Terry uh, Westerfeld, you, these are people you know. I mean, they're just, they're full of history. And you got, Dick has his, 
his notebook. If you ever get a chance to look at his, his photo album, he's got pictures of him riding motorcycles on Daytona Beach. Uh, he's got all of his awards and, and trophies that he he won racing racing bikes. Uh, he's a he's a Harley man. Yeah, I never owned anything other than Harley. Hmm. That, you know, it, it's people like him that make me want to keep being what I am, and that's that's riding motorcycles. Someday, oh, I'm almost there. I'm old and cranky, but not quite as old as he turned 91 this year. Amazing. So, amazing, that's amazing. Yeah, that type of stuff that I'm getting an interview done with, we and Terry as well. So, them, yep. those are all people that we look forward to hooking up somehow with in the future. So, we know exactly what you mean. It, it's a walking like encyclopedia of motorcycling, knowledge, right? Education, right? Oh, yes. Uh, he's been well. He was part of that national ad campaign that that Harley did. They had him start out on the on the. Uh, he was sitting in a rocking chair, and he went from the rocking chair onto the bike and was riding across the the skyway. I mean, it was absolutely great ad for for Harley Davidson. Hmm. Uh, that and Janine was in one of those too. But you know, it just it's the people. The bikes kind of second to the people, but the bikes are right up there at the top. There you go. So, Jim, go, taking it back to you just a little bit, I, I don't know if I know this. Do you have a biker name? Is no. A, nobody's ever knew well, you. Wild Man came from the military. I did it 34 years in the, in the reserve, and I was a warrant officer. So that's where the CW and CW Wild Man, which is, yeah, but uh, no. No, I, I've never been actually given a biker name. Okay. We might have to work on that. <laughs> yeah, how can it be a I can imagine. He's not, he's not allowed to be involved in that, Deb. Only you. <laughs> it has to be something we can say in public. Gotcha. Well, it might have to do with what you mentioned earlier with all those voices. I mean, that's <laughs> all those different personalities you got going on. Is have to relate to that somehow. But Wild Man is well. Perfect. A couple of times you were voted out by the majority <laughs> of the voices. <laughs> but he just you, uh, do you, what are up. their names again? <laughs> <laughs> we're not allowed to be mentioning anybody that that you know they're on a most wanted list somewhere. <laughs> okay, so we got to keep all that very confidential, so we don't want to expose yes. that on radio like this. So. Well, uh, come on. What well, else do we I, got for you know, Jim? I think I mean, that our listeners would be really interested because not everyone owns a Harley that li listens to our show. Right. So, you know, and there's lots of riding groups out there. What has attracted you to Hog? And really tell our listeners about Hog, if they will. Yeah, I think that's real important. In fact, I, I, the first bike that Janine and I bought was the Sportster, and we bought it up in uh, Crystal River because that's I was working up in Crystal River when. She said it was okay to buy a bike, and that's where we ended up buying it. And the salesman that we dealt with was the director of the local hog chapter. So he got us involved and, and was telling us all about it, and uh, so we became interested. And then when we I finally quit working up there and we moved into uh, – into a new neighborhood when we were riding the bikes in uh one of the residents in there heard the motorcycles and came running over because he heard the motorcycles and we go oh, 
this is going to be somebody that's going to complain about the noise. But it wasn't. It was the director of the Manatee River Hog Chapter. So he got us involved. And then, of course, it when they moved the dealership out to the new location, the Hog Chapter kind of disassembled itself. And it was about a year later that we tried putting it back together. And I, I think what attracts me most to Hog is the people. Once again, would I have met Chuck and Deb if it weren't for Hog? Probably not. Because that's, uh, you know, we were riding and, and y'all came out and you know me, if you, you come up and say hi, I'll talk your ear off. Uh, and if you want to listen, uh, we'll, you know, I can find something to talk about. Except politics, can't talk about politics anymore. Uh, but it, it, it's you can say all you want about. It. Hog is a great organization because of what it allows to happen, and that is like-minded people getting together and riding motorcycles. Now, advantages to that: there's, you know, if you're a national member, you can. There's the towing. Uh, they'll ship your bikes. There's all kinds of incentives for you to become a member of national. Uh, are there incentives to become a member of the local? Well, I like to think so because if you become a member of the local, you get to know me. Uh, <laughs> and you but, meet the best part of all. <laughs> uh, we we have events. Uh, we And you were there when we had the, the hog barbecue. That costs you absolutely nothing. It's just you're invited to come. Just recently, Father's Day, we had a picnic out at Emerson Point. That cost you nothing. Uh, and it's a, it was a great time. People came out, and we sat around, barbecued hot dogs and hamburgers, and sat and socialized, played games for uh, several hours. I mean, those are the, it's an opportunity to put people together is what HOG is. Uh, we're going to, and you heard my spiel, I think, you are one of the best instructors that I know. So you're going to teach them the basics of riding and how to be safe on the motorcycle and the important stuff. I get to teach them how to have fun. I get go. to teach them to ride in a, in a group and, and to go out and meet people. And, and so I get the fun part of, of, of teaching people to ride motorcycles. You get the hard part. So I like my part much better. Uh, I mean, so that's what it's all about. It, it's, I, we keep going back to the same thing, people. Uh, and that's what keeps me involved in HOG. It's the people. We, the putting the two chapters together has been difficult because there was so much history between the Sarasota and the Manatee chapters. And, we were always very competitive between the two of us. And now uh, all of a sudden we're, we can't be competitive because we're all one right. and, and getting everybody onto the same plane and understand that once again, the whole point is to ride and have fun. Mm -hmm. exactly. You've been to the hot trainings and that's what they keep. They, they say the same thing over and over ride and have fun. And that's what I've learned to do, and it's what I enjoy. I, every time I get on my motorcycle, I know I'm going to enjoy it. Right. And I think uh, that's what you do as a director really lead the organization to do because, you know, as you mentioned, we've been to HOT training, which is HOG officers training, 
And there are so many groups that make it complicated. And you've done a wonderful job of keeping it very simple. And it's about like-minded people coming together and having fun. And it always, or most oftentimes involves food, which is even a <laughs> yeah. better part. We all like that. I guess. <laughs> you, you can't see my other half, but yeah, I'm 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 definitely enjoying the food. Uh, no, that's and, so true. And, and many people buy a motorcycle and things, you know, then they let it sit. And so it's about getting involved and making it part of a lifestyle. And exactly, it, it's 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 a lifestyle. Uh, we we try and have rides. Uh, I lead a ride usually every Thursday morning. We go out and uh, we went to. Uh, restaurant up in Ruskin and in order to get there we went all the back roads and it was 150 miles to get 15 miles away when we came back it was only a 15 minute ride home so <laughs> you know it, and there's some beautiful back roads that you can go ride uh, around here I mean you, you don't have to get on the interstate to go where you're going uh, and that once again it's just Ride and have fun. That's it. Ride and have fun. And that's part of the reason, one of the real main reasons that we started the show, Jim, is because our love for motorcycling and actually the experience that we got from the hog chapter, we wanted to be able to get more people to be able to experience that because it just was major, such a major impact to our life that we wanted to be able to share that with other people. And that's one of the main, one of the reasons we wanted to get you on here today is so that you can share your experiences and other people, because there's people out there. There's people that really are sitting on the edge. Should I get a motorcycle? Should I go ride? Right. And, and maybe they're, you know, they're, they're where we were, you know, in our fifties, you were in our fifties. When I started getting my motorcycle, I was in our fifties. Our lives change where maybe our children have grown up and now we get an opportunity again to get yeah. up people say is it a midlife crisis i remember somebody asked me is it a midlife crisis my answer to that is my whole life's been a crisis (laughs) (laughs) i can testify to that (laughs) i knew jim probably could get that one so but yeah no i didn't look at it as midlife crisis i look at a midlife opportunity to get out there and just have loads of fun exactly and once again i tell people you know the if you think you want to ride go take the class that's right that's the best thing you can do go sign up take the class get a professional to teach you how to ride uh and that way you're you're going to understand it and during that class you may get a little frustrated but now you get your license now go rent a bike that's right and 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 go for a ride it's an investment on you know a new bike uh, a, a dresser, twenty to thirty thousand dollars. And if you want a CVO, now you're talking, you know, thirty-five, forty thousand dollars. But Harley is is introducing the lower end. I mean, they're they're great bikes, but they're coming in, you know, under the five thousand dollar mark now. So that's a good thing. Right. Absolutely. That's that's it's the only way they're going to compete. Uh, with the industry because the kids they want the crotch rockets i mean they want to go fast and look cool and you you, you don't on a bagger you look old <laughs> <laughs> but they sure do sound good and ride good oh so. yeah it makes a long <laughs> oh <trip>. yeah nice <laughs> uh, you can get on your little crotch rocket and keep up with me when i do 600 go. miles a day oh. uh, good luck with you, that. you're 
<laughs> yeah, you're not going to feel real good when we got to do the same thing tomorrow. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Just to get to where but, we're going, ride, ride. Yeah. Exactly. So I mean, we're, we're probably running a little bit out of time here. So go ahead and finish what you were going to say, Jim. Uh, it's just once again to become a member because you know that may have piqued interest for a lot of people. So if you'd share that, what it takes to be a hog member. I, I'm what I'm sorry. You kind of broke up there. I was just wanting you to share with those listeners that might be interested in becoming a hog member what it takes to become one. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, the first thing you have to do is become a national hog member. Uh, it's I believe it's it's forty five dollars a year, which gives you those benefits we talked about, which is is basically nothing. But then after you get that, you can come and join a local chapter. Uh, we'd love for you to come to the Manatee Minnesota chapter and and join here. Your dues now are are twenty dollars. I think we're going to go up next year to twenty five. But for that twenty five dollars, you get the hog party uh for free with a guest and you get the christmas party for free with a guest and last year's christmas party cost us 25 dollars a person so if you showed up for the meeting uh and and went to the the dinner you got your money back and we had a great time we always have a great time at, at the christmas party but what you get out of that is you get our monthly our annual well you know once a quarter now is where our newsletter is coming out. Uh, our newsletter was, was like 17 pages, 17 or 18 pages, the last one we just sent out. Uh, a lot of good articles in there, good stories. We've got a, a couple of our writers actually live in, in, in England, and they go back and forth, and they'll tell us about their trips over in England and where they went. It goes in the newsletter, but you get the newsletter. Uh, you you get the Christmas party, the hog party, uh, and you we we have weekly rides that yeah. you can go on. So it it uh, it's it's once again it's all about riding, and that's what we're doing, and we're promoting riding uh, through the local chapter. And it's it's a great opportunity and great place to meet people. Our actual membership now. Is hit 300. Oh wow! Uh, so, and and those are all legitimate, good pe you know numbers and people that we've got in the chapter. That's I know it's the two combined, but that's the biggest numbers that we've ever had. Even if you combine the two before, we're we're doing something right, and hopefully it's you know it's the people that you come to meet and and the new riders that we're getting out of Deb's classes. <laughs> that's great well you know if you're thinking about writing or you're a writer what you want to do is go out to Rossiter's Harley Davidson off Cattleman Road in uh, Sarasota and find out when the uh, what's going on there or they could actually go out to the hog website Jim you get the hog yes, website uh, you, yeah and you can see our calendar and you, we'd love for you to come out rides you don't have to be a member to come ride with us you can ride as a guest uh, you just have to sign the paperwork that you, uh, it's, a, it's a waiver, but you sign that and you can ride with us and, and see what you think and how, uh, if you'd like to join and get to ride with us all the time. So there you go. Get out so there. Come out. 
Give that a try. Jim's giving you an invitation. Believe me, if you, if you want it, you're going to love it. The people out there are fantastic. They're going to watch over you. They're going to make sure Jim and Janine, they're really good about that. I know that for a fact. And the other members of the hog chapter. So if you're new to it, don't let anything intimidate you because they'll make you feel completely comfortable because the first time I went out, somebody approached me and asked me if I wanted to go ride. And I was a little bit apprehensive because I had never ridden in the group before. Right. But they sort of take you under their wings. They sort of tell you, they tell you what, you know, what to expect, what to do, how, hand signals, all that good stuff so that you fit in and you get in and then you start to enjoy the ride and you just have a blast. Yeah. And, and we do periodically a new uh, class on group riding uh, and, and try and help the people that way too and make them feel more comfortable with a kind of an official class and, and go over all the hand signals and everything so that they'll feel more comfortable out riding with us. That's right. great. Well, very important. But we, before we wrap things up, we wanted to play our game, Deb. Yep. We've what, got a couple of questions. And what's our you, game called? It is biker life mystery question game. Okay. You ready for it, Jim? I, I think so. All right. Let's see what the, the cards come up for so, you. The question okay. is, would you ever consider posing for Playboy or Playgirl? <laughs> I, absolutely, you know. I can suck it in. I'll, I'll, not a question about it. That was a good one for that you, Jim. That was a good one, absolutely. So here's kind of a catch three. First question, blonde or brunette? Uh, she's got white hair now. Uh, but... Uh, <laughs> I was used say, to be blonde. Blonde, okay. Boxers <laughs> yeah. or briefs? Oh, uh, none. <laughs> That's Jim. There you go, and Jim. That's the way to play the game. Last one, Harley or Honda, and I hope I know the answer to that one. Say that again now. Harley or Honda? Oh, Harley. There you go. <laughs> Easy one, right? Chuck, why don't you ask him that one? What is? Have you ever? Uh, What's that? What's, have you ever received received a nude selfie? <laughs> I think you? about this one. You know, I spent a lot of time out. <laughs> yeah, no, but we have road. done we, we 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 have done Skype before. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the next question is. Well, we I think we already know the, who the answer is. It says who is it from? So we'll take a guess. We know that who that is. Yep, that was Janine. <laughs> okay, and and just by any chance, do you still have it on your phone? Our computer. Yeah. <laughs> and in fact, I have two hard drives that are stacked over here on the end of the counter that I've got to destroy. <laughs> I'm sure with good reason. <laughs> go ahead, two more, right, and we've got to wrap more, it up because huh? I think time's running out. I yeah. haven't been, Jim. We could go on and on all day talking to you. Oh, the, the, the two of y'all are. Two of my favorite people, and you know that. Oh, like uh, and we didn't even talk about burning chairs and and cans exploding in fires. Well, yeah. we can always so, get you know. back on. You can save that for the next one. <laughs> more, more embarrassing <laughs> moments, but fun moments. <laughs> never oh. again. Yeah, you could never again. Oh yeah, we're talking about never again. All right. Uh, riding. I'm, this is fill in the blank. Riding motorcycles make me blank. To blank. Happy. Happy? Happy. Very good. We'll leave that at that one. Let's see. I want to get one more good one here. Okay. Uh, grab, grab, grab. If, well, let's see. We already answered that question. 
we got to get going. I got to come up with a question. Have you ever picked up a gremlin while riding? That's a good one. Yes. Yeah. Right before I decided to lay it down in the middle of the road, the gremlin jumped on the back and slapped me upside the head <laughs> to get my attention. But maybe you ran over him when the bikini chick showed up. I, I think Janine was chasing him away from me when the, when the bikini chick showed up. There you go. That's where she ran off to. Well, what do, you know, when you ride, Jim, is there one word? If you could give, you know, one word, what would riding mean to you? Everything. If, if As we talked about Dick Blake a while back, uh, they have taken his motorcycle away from him. The doctors have said he can't ride anymore. Ouch. And he and I have talked about it and, and how disappointed he is that he cannot climb on that bike. I mean, he's 91 years old. He's been riding for over 70 years. So I know someday they're going to take it away from me and I'm going to do everything I can to ride as many miles as I can before they finally tell me I can't do it anymore. Absolutely. So it's devastating to lose, lose your bike. Yes, and I, I've seen seen the look on on the face when they do that. Yeah. And Terry and Gene, Terry's lost his bike too. I know. So, yeah, seeing those two guys because those guys are avid riders. They've been at it all their lives. It is their yep. life. In fact, um, it's almost like an, yep. a, a, taking a piece out of them. I can only imagine. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's yep. why it's important. If you're thinking about riding, never wanted to ride. Uh, gonna do any special rides there's no no reason to wait and jim that's why you got to put that route 66 together and not to mention yeah. i still i still love to do natchez with you yeah. that's another one the natchez okay. i still love to do that well if, if 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 we go all the way up to chicago we could take the natchez trace up all right okay then so, i mean that, that's going to be a, a two-week plus trip Bring it i on. know how disappointed yeah. you are when you get away from everything for that long that's yeah. right. Well, we, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. You make it happen. And, uh, and then timing does have to be right, but you've got to be out there. You got to take action. You got to move forward. You got to live uh, life. You got, you, you got to remember yep. we're only here. For, we're not here for, for not, a long time. We're here, we're here for, for a, a good time. time. So, all yep. right, well, we're gonna have a wrap it up, Jim. We really appreciate you. We love you so much. Thank, Thank you, you so much, much for taking time out of your day and uh, going through all the technical difficulties to be here with Deb. <laughs> we want to have you back again and probably get J9 involved. Absolutely. And we've even thought about having a segment on the radio show that maybe talks a little bit about Hog and how to get them uh, more involved. So we just really appreciate you. We thank you so much for being on. Thank you so much. Jim. Thank you. Take care. Ride safe. Ride safe. Talk to you later. Bye. Thank you. You've been listening to The Chuck and Deb Show, heard each Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. right here on 1490 AM WWPR. We thank you for listening, and we invite you to join us next week. If you're looking to either sell or buy a home in the Bradenton North River area, contact Deb Bell to help make your dreams come true at Reynolds Realty. Call Deb Bell, 941-713-5035. That's 941-713-5035 or online at parishfl.com. For all of your real estate needs, call Deb Bell.
I thank you for listening to the podcast today. To view the actual video that we did while we interviewed Jim Wilder, you'll want to go out to YouTube and search for Chuck N. Deb Show. And you'll be able to watch this video as we actually did it live, okay? So go ahead and do that. You can also follow us on Facebook, again, at Chuck N. Deb Show. And please feel free to visit our website at thechuckanddebshow.com. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you do not miss an episode. And you'll want to share it with your friends so you can have good laughs and make fun of us on our journey. So what we want to do is invite you to take a ride with us and be here with us next week as we continue down the road of the biker life.